For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. the word how are you doing i'm doing i'm doing great um you know we're doing an audio only podcast remotely no video it's like we're kicking it old school going back to the roots (laughs) yes so to speak and probably my favorite thing is the last well few months we've been doing it on twitch and everything it's been great i've been getting a little bit of a heads up on the list but this week mike i am Zero. a little bit unfamiliar with what you're gonna throw at me and um i'm excited for that i'm excited for it too but you know what hopefully you're not unfamiliar with is the stuff we mm-hmm. talked about last week yes well i'm i'm a little hit or hit or hit and miss on it but i would love to get your takes awesome uh let's talk about the number one first uh noctual did you get a chance to check it out yeah i did um you know i i I think it's really, really good. It is mm-hmm. so dirty sounding. You know what it I mean? Is. It, it it's like, raw, man. It's grindy. It's grimy. It doesn't have the the real polished quality, which I like about it. But also, when you get when you're getting through a whole album, it it's a lot. Yeah, it definitely is, and I think it's 
bit shorter of a record, if I want to say. Maybe yeah. like, uh, yeah, 40 minutes. It's not too bad. But I thought that the writing was really solid. And I mean, there's kind of like that last song, Become Ethereal, which is just like a slow outro song. Like, I thought it was a really well put together album and just a ton of fun. Yeah, you're right. No, it is. You're right. It is short. Sometimes that genre can go on and on and on. It oh, didn't yeah. do that. Probably it's probably a good thing. But yeah, it's just amazing the melody that is in mm-hmm. this album all, pretty much all the way through, which I really liked. And um, yeah, a solid pick uh, with Noctool. Probably a, and a band a lot of people aren't familiar with, um, you know, uh, despite the success uh, of her other project. Yeah, Svalbard. I mean, and it's a new project too. So uh, hopefully it takes off the ground. She's got... Uh, two great projects going right now as far as the music they're putting out. Just got to hopefully wait and see and get these numbers up. Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Next, you want to talk about our good old Detroit Boys and Adventure? Oh, yeah. This record's awesome, man. It's so good. What a band. I think this is going to turn some heads. Um, I mean, a lot of people already... I think it already is. Yeah, it already already is, for sure. I, I feel like... That purple uh, album cover, I like keep seeing oh, it everywhere stunning. on the internet. Like people keep keep posting about it. It's the album's being reviewed and it's being shared a lot, mm-hmm. and that's just a sign of things to come and and just a solid solid album. Yeah, I agree. I think it's this. These guys are going to blow up. I mean, it's such a fun release. I wouldn't be surprised to see them going out with a bunch of other Swancore bands. Uh, as touring starts to be announced and things like that. I mean, they're just awesome. The songwriting on this record was just super, super fun. I think every song has a great book on it. I mean, I listen to this record and I'm not bored. No. And I absolutely love the features on here too. Like, I'm getting Andy Sizek, huge pull. Awesome dude. And then getting Andres as well. I absolutely love all of his work. He's kind of bringing this uh, almost Latin hip hop aspects to post hardcore and he's doing some really fun stuff as well no absolutely yeah you bring up the swan core genre which which we we throw around that term a little bit on the show um oh, it's yeah. basically anything dance gavin dance influenced uh on mm-hmm. on um uh, blue swan records and it's funny because you know there's so many great bands that occupy that space and that genre but i mm-hmm. feel like we haven't had that one really pop yet and I feel like Adventurer could be that band. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, yeah, you've kind of had a couple that are uh, slowly starting to take off. Bands like Nova Charisma, uh, yeah. bands like uh, Stolas. Uh, we talk about Cianvar, Origami Button, kind of all the Kurt Travis projects. Yep. And there's a lot that's super good material, but I mean, it's just not breaking out in a way that Dance Kevin Dance has. Yes, exactly. This could be the one. Hopefully. Who knows? Uh, to kind of go to the opposite end of the spectrum, this Mental Cruelty album is absolutely disgusting. I mean, it, it's like hard to imagine a heavier band. <laughs> you know? like <laughs> I know, it's right? It's just so like, heavy. Like, we've got Brand of Sacrifice, who's heavy in their own way. Yeah. But they're kind of, I don't know, it's different, like, it's not the like black and deathcore, the black metal influences and the orchestral and like everything about this just feels like you're in Transylvania and it's 
black and white and everything's gloomy and it's just nasty. Yeah. I absolutely love it. This record is so heavy. Um, it's probably one of my favorite deathcore releases so far this year up there with Brand of Sacrifice. Um, I don't think it's going to be topped until like Slaughtered Prevail comes out, but absolutely amazing release. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and a band I think that's still under the radar, uh, probably not for long. So get on that. Oh, Metal, yeah. Metal Cruelty, a, an amazing, another, the year of deathcore, Mike. You keep saying it. Year of deathcore. And uh, yes, it seems to be true. It's coming true. Uh, and then the last one I really wanted to talk about was this White Moth Black Butterfly, the progressive pop album called The Cost of Dreaming. Did you get a chance to check that out? I did. And it, I don't know. It's really good. It's so, mm-hmm. I was like, I think once I found out about what it was, because you, you sent me the single uh, a couple weeks ago now, and yep. I had no idea what it was. And now that I know it's written by a bunch of prog metal dudes. I was trying to hear the aspects of that mm-hmm. in the music. And to be honest, I don't really hear them. It just sounds like really? a great, a great kind of dream pop record. Yeah. And, and I, I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get a little bit of the progressive, like in the song structure more than the actual writing. Itself. Oh, right. Yeah. I could see but, that. Like, I think it's great. Like dreamy pop, just the way you described it. I mean, absolutely phenomenal record i think it's probably going to be one of my favorites in that kind of almost like pop electronic little subsect for the year yeah absolutely absolutely and uh cool name cool aesthetic i really yeah i really like this project 100 percent. me too do you have anything else you want to talk about from last week (sighs) not no not off the top of my head i think that that's the the main stuff i i got a chance to check out so i just remembered one more Okay. We got to talk we got to talk about it. The return of Patty Walters and as it is. Oh. Oh, yes. Now This song is a raucous banger. Emo I anthem. I missed it. I was oh, going dude. I I don't know how cuz I love as it is and we were talking so much about their uh last return with the members leaving. Well, that there's that, yeah. Two main members leaving the band, um, and their last, you know, album cycle being very image based, and really, really curious mm-hmm. to see how this goes. So, hey, if it's a raucous banger, I better get on this, and we'll have yeah, to extend um, this conversation to next week, and we will talk about as it is. Um, I don't know when they're releasing more more material, but they're hopefully coming, right? I mean, this is emo anthem level. This is. Uh, my Chemical Romance, like, if you told me this is a My Chem song, I would say, okay, the voice is a little off, but yeah, the writing is there. Wow. It's so damn catchy. Wow. Like, this this song has just been stuck in my head for the last six days, and I wow. can't get it out, and I'm not mad about it. I won't count out Patty ever. He's a very, Never. very talented guy, um, and they're a band that works very hard. I've loved them I've loved them for a long time, so this is exciting, and I, uh, I, I, I mm-hmm. don't know why I'm sleeping on this. Let me get on it. All right, right after we're done talking. Yep. All right. That's all I got, then. Let's go. This week, I'm ready. Let's Top go. five. This week. Number five. You yes. know what we haven't talked about on the show in a long time? Um, Black metal jazz? Oh, no, we've talked about that recently. No, I don't know. Yeah, what? we have. Power metal. Oh, we have. I love it. 
I love it. I, I love know it you really love it. Uh, so I'm not sure what this is all about exactly. It's an EP. There's a couple of live tracks. I think it's kind of unreleased songs, but it's by absolute classic power metal band Rhapsody of Fire. Mm, yes. They're putting out an EP called I'll Be Your Hero. Uh, for people not familiar with the band, they're very similar to Aventasia, Sonata Artica, Blind Guardian, all the classics. They have a huge discography back to the 90s. Yep. This band is consistently really good. Um, I think that they're more standard power metal of what, like when people think power metal with kind of like the guitars on fire because of how fast they're playing and the <laughs> solos kind of sprinkled everywhere and singing about dragons and they've got the dude with the sword on the album cover. Yeah, it, it sounds about right. It It's that to a T. Rhapsody of Fire has always never disappointed me. Just great, consistently good power metal. I think this EP is going to be the same. Uh, whatever's kind of involved in it. I know there's at least one new song. It's called I'll Be Your Hero. and These guys are just going to kill it again. Always great. I'll Be Your Hero is the most power metal album title I've ever heard too, by the way. I know, right? And, like <laughs> I've been... Like as I see the news for this, whenever I see it, because they haven't released a single off of this, so I don't really know a whole lot like about if they're doing something thematically or what. Like every time I read it, it's like I'll be your hero. I just think of Enrique Iglesias. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, is this a cover? I don't know. I I don't think it is. But my girlfriend and I got pretty drunk a few weeks back, and we just had a Enrique Iglesias marathon of hits where we were just Honestly, drinking wine and crying and it was awesome. He's just such an amazingly talented artist. And I think he's, I don't, I'm not going to say super underrated because he's absolutely huge. He's one of the biggest <laughs> yeah. like musicians in the world. Of course. But man, he is just absolutely incredible. Like I've been listening to him since high school. He's just consistent bangers. All oh yeah. Around. Oh yeah. Although the tonight I'm fucking you song was a bit out of left field and a little creepy. I was like, this, maybe you shouldn't have done this one, Enrique. But anyway, uh, yes, shifting back to power metal, this is an exciting number five, and I'm here for it. Me too. Shifting into number four, Mm -hmm. we've got a band that are describing themselves as TikTok emo nihilism. Oh, I'm already, I might already be out, Mike. That might already be out. <laughs> I might already be out. TikTok? Okay. Is it I'm gonna now br- a genre? Oh, no. I, I'm going to bring you back in because okay. this is a super group. How does the name Benjamin Hamala of Group Love? Okay. Fancy. Yeah. Sure. That's How a- about uh, Mr. Anthony Green of Seosin and Circus Survive? Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. My attention is peaked. What about John Nolan and Adam Lazara from Taking Back Sunday? Oh, okay then. <laughs> this band is called Fucking Whatever. Um, <laughs> I forget what their EP is called, but they're putting out an EP on Friday. They put out two singles from it called Original Sin and Never Believe. It's this weird kind of, I don't know, the songs are super catchy, but they're really atmospheric with, like post-punk and post-hardcore and like post-pop. I, I want to say post kind of everything, but mm-hmm. it almost reminds me of if you like mix Nine Inch Nails with like Super Whatever or Chapel, like a band like that who's like kind of poppy, but 
kind of punky and just like make it sad. Very interesting. Very interesting. You know, you got a lot of voices. You got a lot of Mm -hmm. songwriters. You know, um, I'm not sure who's playing what or if everyone's playing everything. You know how this exactly seems kind of like a mesh to me. Yeah, exactly. Which, which can be really cool. I mean, obviously, this is the kind of super group that. You know, you don't really know how serious they're taking it, if this is going to be a one and done project or whatever, mm-hmm. but certainly a tremendous amount of talent. And I'll be honest, I don't. Is that description you said? Is that just a joke? Because it sounds That's like from a, their band camp. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but it was it was a turnoff for me. But I obviously I'm very, uh, very familiar with Anthony and uh, and Adam and John from from TBS uh, and Group Love, yep. of course. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun EP. And I mean, honestly, everybody should check it out just for the name power alone. Yeah, fucking whatever. All right, let's go. I love that. I love that for a side project, too. That's such a funny name. Just like, eh, whatever. Yep. <laughs> All right, we got three big releases left on the list this week. All right, let's go. Number three. Number three. We've got the new album, Baptized by Atreyu. Yeah. Um... I don't know what more I could say about Atreyu. Uh, they're a great band. Uh, if you don't know who they are and you're even mildly involved in our scene, uh, I'm kind of concerned. But <laughs> sure. incredible, legendary band. Uh, claim they invented metalcore. Uh, don't write metalcore anymore. I'd say it's more kind of like anthemic rock metal. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of big arena sound. Um out of the four singles that they've put out, I've only disliked one. I think that they're all pretty consistently good for this newer sound that Atreyu's going for. Um, and overall, they're just kind of a classic band. They're super fun. They're a band that has put out such great albums like The Curse and Lead Sales Paper Anchor that I'm never going to not check out a new Atreyu album. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're, they're friends of mine. Brandon uh, and I have been close recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was involved in their reaction video for uh, one of their new singles. So I- I'm really on board for this. You know, mm-hmm. the the important note is that they have, um, uh, I don't know if it was, if he was fired or or if he left their um, original yep. um, front man, Alex, uh, unclean vocalist has left the band. So this will be their first release without him. Uh, this, we're talking about a band that's been a band for 20 years. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal. But you're right, man. If you if anyone's heard the singles uh, or like the last record, this is right along that same vibe. Uh, John exactly. Feldman producing this, you can tell. Um, yeah, very anth- anthematic is a good word. Very catchy, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm for it too because I liked I liked the original Atreyu sound of the first couple albums. Then I feel like they had a little bit of trouble kind of finding out maybe finding who they were. They were kind of mm-hmm. between between being a scene band and trying to be a radio rock band. Yeah, right around or, like or Lead an, Sales, Paper, Anchor. They had a good mix of both. Yeah, exactly. But then I guess since then it was t- it's been tough. It's tough. It's a tough sound to navigate. And now I feel like mm-hmm. they've they've really found it with their last record with some songs like House of Gold uh, and and this this album with these singles coming out. And I think this could be this has a chance to be maybe the best Atreyu record ever, which is pretty, pretty crazy for a band that's been out that's of this That's pretty crazy of a statement. It's possible, though. The Curse is incredible. 
The curse is incredible. is incredible, but you know, the curse is is partly incredible because of the nostalgia, right? Also, because true. It, because it's you know, fifteen years fifteen years ago, and it's it's you know that iconic every the album cover and and mm-hmm. the the some of the lyrics, everything about it, it will always be you know their breakthrough record. But this record, maybe pound for pound, could be better. We'll say. Best Atreyu album post-hiatus. How about that? Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that. that. I'll give you that one. But hey, we have to wait to hear this one. But um, I think it's going to yeah, be very good. I'm excited. Next up, we've yeah, got number two. another festival headlining band. Rise Against are putting out their new album, Nowhere Generation. Yeah. Uh, great band. A lot of albums. They have been putting out music. They have not taken any breaks since, well, I think their first album was 2001. So mm-hmm. 20 years, literally, of, of you know, an album pretty much every two years. A lot of singles, a lot of radio singles. Um, a lot of consistency. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a great band. I, I you know, I'm, to echo your Atreyu point, like for me, Revolutions Per Minute, and, and mm-hmm. you know, the albums that came out in their early part of their career will always be my favorites. But that being said, they know how to write a hit. And if the radio plays any oh, yeah. indication, um, they, they, they have that right in their bag of tricks. 100%. I think that all the singles that they've put out, um, they've got, what is it? Broken Dreams, Inc. and Nowhere Generation. Talking to ourselves, like, they're all great singles. They are exactly what I want from a Rise Against song. And they're super fun. I mean, I think that the band has almost stepped away a little. I mean, they're still very kind of political band, but I think they've st- like kind of stepped away a little bit from it, uh, which I almost don't like as much. I feel like their um, appeal to reason, the suffer and the witness and siren song, like those albums were just super intense, almost a mm-hmm. little bit because of that. And I think they're going a little bit more middle of the road with these newer releases. But I think the songwriting and the catchiness and everything is still there. It's still definitely rise against. And this band's just always consistently been good. Yeah. Well, you know, I know those guys very well. And they took Silverstein out on one of our first real tours back in 2003. And we did it again mm-hmm. in 2007. And we've, we, they're always the kind of people we run into. And even on the, the podcast, you know, Tim was episode episode 100 the big uh the big episode so really good friends of the show i probably have to disagree with you mike about the the political statement now i haven't i haven't um checked out all the lyrics from all the new singles and everything Mm -hmm. but i know that they are definitely uh, a group of guys that really do care about the world and about where things are going and i'm sure that that is going to be a theme in this album um but Man, I mean, and don't, aren't don't we get all me tired? wrong. I, but aren't we all tired still, though too? Like they're still human are. beings, you know. Like that's the that's the thing, man. We are as a society and as a as a group of people going through what we've gone through. Man, I know I'm tired. So I I mean, being in a political punk band must just be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And don't don't get me wrong. I still get the overtones of politics and things along those lines. It's just not as heavy handed as anymore as the early albums. Which that's fair. Maybe that's, sure. maybe that's a credit to uh, their writing and use of metaphor. 
Right. Yeah. Having it improved or something along those lines. Well. Absolutely. Could be. Wow. If that's number two, I am very excited for the number one album, which we're going to get to after this. Boom, boom, boom. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, we're back. We're back. So we got, I kind of want to do a recap before the number one uh, this time. Because I just want to hear these all in order. So at number five, we have... Rhapsody of Fire with their new EP, I'll Be Your Hero. Coming at you with the power metal. Number four. The new EP, I don't remember the name of it, but it's by fucking whatever. Yeah, fucking whatever. Who cares what the title is? Yes, super group, extraordinaire. Number three. We've got the new album, Baptized by Atreyu. And number two. We've got Nowhere Generation by Rise Against. This is big already, Mike. These are four oh, yeah. big ones. So I am ready for it. Give me the number one most anticipated album of the week. So our most anticipated album of the week, it's a, I'm going to say a smaller band. Obviously, they're not that small. They're just smaller than uh, Rise Against and Atreyu. Uh, but I think undeservedly so. I think that this band has been making music consistently for the last 10 years. That's just absolutely amazing. Uh, we're going to talk about the new album, Arrows, by Red Fang. Absolutely. Oh my God, I love Red Fang. This These guys is are such, It's such an interesting band and such an interesting career. Now, you're right. They've been a band for, yeah, over 10 years now. And what's crazy about them is, you know, most bands... Maybe they start in their late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. This band started when the band members were in their mid-30s. Yeah. So it's, it's wild. Yeah. So we're talking about like grown-ass men getting together, starting a band. But what is also really interesting is this band is known, I mean, not just for their great albums and great music, but for their incredible music videos. They're kind of like mm-hmm. the OK Go of stoner rock. Yeah, and I mean, their music video for Prehistoric Dog, where yep. they're creating armor out of beer cans, It's <laughs> all of the shots are just incredible. And then their newest single, Why, where there's a pizza place where the animatronics are addicted to Parmesan. Yes. Like, it's always a treat to see how these guys are going to take some weird, strange concept and make it work with the song. But yep. this this album as a whole is just going to be absolutely incredible. I love all three singles, Funeral Coach and Why, more than Arrows a little bit. But they're just absolutely great. I got this record, this record's being delivered today, so hopefully I get to listen to it a little bit early. And it's so hard to describe this band musically because, like, yes, they're stoner rock, stoner metal, but I think that they're so much more than that with their writing style they they have layers they're like an onion right yeah and I mean every aspect of it is just feels super well thought out 
without feeling super well thought out, right? Like when you sit down and kind of listen to it, you're like, man, everything really fits together. But if you're just kind of listening to it at the surface level, you're like, yeah, these guys just got in a garage and made some music. And they aren't able to lose that DIY when making something that is just super well put together. It's a really great point, Mike. Yeah, like like the, the songs do make sense, the structures make sense and all that, but it doesn't feel like they, yeah, it's a really great point. It doesn't feel like they tried. I love that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you could say it's maybe for fans of like Clutch or maybe Queens of the Stone Age. The um, sword, high on fire. Yes, sure. Ex- absolutely. Elements like that. And, um, but yeah, they, they are a little bit in their own league as well. So love mm-hmm. the pick, Mike. We could have given it to any of those five, but I think you made the right choice with Red Fang. And Thank let's you. put a let's put another um, let's put a, a microscope over that band and make them bigger because they deserve it so much. Oh, 100%. All right, well, that's the top five. Uh, I'm sure there's that some honorable mentions. Let's get to them. Oh yeah, there are. Uh, so first one, uh, another album that comes out that I just. I don't know the band well enough to put them in the top five personally, but this is a band called Cleopatric. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen them a couple times on Riot Fest and on like kind of bigger festival stages early in the day, and they've always kind of impressed me. Uh, they're a good kind of like post-punk, adding in elements of hip-hop and rap and alternative music and just a little bit of everything. Um, these guys are really, really fun, and I'm going to check out their new album. I'm very excited for it. Um, it's literally... Like you're spelling Cleopatra, but Cleopatric. Yep. And these guys are just great. Yeah, this is a band I heard on the radio uh, a couple times. Mm-hmm. They've had some radio play, some radio success. And I think, think yeah, I heard kind of an interesting eclectic mix of music and wondered what it was. And I shazammed it. And it came mm-hmm. up on, on my phone. And I was like, okay, never heard of this band. And then, you know, started hearing that on the radio all the time. So... This could be, you know, a big breakthrough release for this band, I think. Yeah, and I, I hope so. I mean, I've always had fun watching them. So. Cool. Uh, next up, the rest of these are just going to be singles. Um, there's going to be a new Billie Eilish song. She's incredible. If you don't yeah. think so, I'm sorry. Um, she's absolutely top-tier pop artist right now, doing some really, really talented things for how old she is. Uh, um, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. she's yeah. Uh, She's incredible, and it'll be... She's one of those artists, you know, like everyone's watching to see what she does because they want to copy her. Yep. <laughs> so uh, exactly. we're all watching. Uh, next up, we've got a single from post-hardcore band I Met a Yeti. The cool part about this is that it's featuring some of the members of Pulsets, who we've talked about on mm-hmm. the show. Um, both two incredibly fun post-hardcore bands, great nude guitars, uh, good vibes all around, and anybody who likes... I, I want to say Swancore, but it's not really Swancore because it's a little bit more clean. It's almost like Chan, kind of. Uh, that like mathcore, post-hardcore. You're going to love this. All right. Uh, next up, there's a new Sleeping With Sirens single. It's okay. It's out. It's out now. Yep. I mean, Sleeping With Sirens, all the talent in the world, obviously tons of success uh, mm-hmm. for better part of a decade now. Over a decade, I guess. And, um, yeah, I mean, a band that I think is, is still trying to find where they're, they're going, you know, I think they came out, they had this really, you know, um, post hardcore, uh, screamo, yeah, yeah, like thing that people really latched onto and they pushed away from it 
And now I think they've realized, okay, like who are like who are we mm-hmm. trying to be? So I, I think this could be the record. They find it. Um, I haven't heard the single yet, but I um, I, I there's I a cool guitar it. riff in it. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Uh, speaking of other bands that are have kind of lost it a little bit, but are bringing it back with a single. I haven't heard the single yet. It comes out on Friday. Uh, I've heard people talking about it though. Uh, is Memphis Mayfire heavy again? Are they? Supposedly they are. I They're mean, putting out a new single. Okay. I mean, yeah, it sounds like it's about time. Um, you know, that's another band. Tons of talent. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone in that band can play. And oh, yeah. it's just going to, it's just, I think it's just a matter of, okay, what are they going to focus on? What, you know, what are they mm-hmm. going to try to do? And maybe trying to go that heavy route might serve them and their fan base better. I mean, here's the thing, like, it's been a hell of a year. And I think that we're going to yeah. see a lot of heavy-ish bands get heavier because everyone's angry. Yeah. And I really hope so. Um, Memphis Mayfire has kind of lost me a bit recently. Uh, with the last album and the album before that, I forget their names even. Um, they're just, I feel like the talent is there, but the songwriting hasn't been. So I'm really hoping that they clean it up a bit and I know that the guys can just because Challenger is mm. such a phenomenal album and I mean there's always glimpses of hope on every album that I find and I just really hope that these guys will bring it through I'm right on speaking of consistently bringing it through we're getting the second single off the new Descendants album I figured you'd like that uh yeah uh I sure do um this is <laughs> a band that does not put out records very often Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever they do, they blow people's minds. And yep. so, yeah, they're one of the greatest punk bands of all time. And I mean, I, I'm not just saying that for my opinion, it's just fact. And they just continue to bolster their legacy whenever they put out music. I mean, we're talking about guys mm-hmm. that are in their fifties or sixties, maybe even at this point. Yeah. They're getting um, up there. And they're still making incredible music. And, you know, so much of the time when a band comes back from a long hiatus, they're making music for themselves. And that's fine. But it doesn't mm-hmm. really make their legacy any better. The Descendants, they just keep seem to keep improving on it. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the punk bands that I'm, like, really starting to get into lately. Um, is Everybody who listens to the show kind of knows I'm not a huge or the biggest punk fan, but Descendants is a band that's really kind of caught me. And I think that these guys are incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, without Descendants, there's no Green Day, there's no Blink-182, and yep. then all the bands that were influenced by them. So they are the, they are truly the forefathers of pop punk and uh, an extremely important band that continues to kill it. So I'm um, all about it. Hell yeah. Uh, we've got another band coming back from the dead. Uh, have you ever heard of Youth in Revolt? You remember them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's been a minute. They're making yeah. music again. They okay. put out a new single. It's called KMS. Uh, it's pretty good. I really liked it um, for a band that hasn't put out music in probably five or ten years. Um, it's, I would say, a modern take on the old emo post-hardcore sound, very similar to an as-it-is sound. Uh, and I really like the song. 
Nice. Well, cool. Hopefully there's an album coming. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm always excited to hear new music from projects that have kind of been away for a while. Um, this next one, we've got the next single off of the new Light the Torch album, Howard Jones. Yep. Uh, it's not going to miss. Howard's an incredible vocalist, and that alone carries any album and band. Yeah. No, Light, Light the Torch, I felt like when they came out, it was a little bit of a... It seemed like they weren't taking it too seriously, but mm-hmm. now over the past, I don't know, couple years, you know, you're, they're getting radio play, they're all over active rock radio, and it seems like yep. they're stepping it up a notch, and I think that Light the Torch is going to be a big band that you're going to see probably opening a ton of tours before they are headlining pretty big rooms, and it's good to see Howard back, because you're right, just one of the most talented metal core vocalists like of all time. So he, for him to be without a band seems wrong. So I'm glad like the torch is doing so well. I agree. And I mean, I think while he was in or while like the torch started, he was still in kill switch engage. So, uh, this has kind of become a full-time effort, which is really good to see. Absolutely. Um, next up, we've got a couple of bands that are kind of upcoming. Um, this first one is a band called Isotopes. They're coming out of Australia. They're metalcore, post-hardcore emo. They're really fun. They put out a new single. Um, I forget the... It's one of those... It's another acronym. Uh, album or album name, song name. But it's really good. Uh, their song Flowers was one of my top singles last year. This song is consistently top tier. And I absolutely love these guys. I just think of Isotopes. I think of the baseball team from The Simpsons. Oh yeah, isn't that what isn't is am I, am I mixing that up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or 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 maybe it's maybe it's the band from the Maniac Mansion video game. Uh, I don't know, it is. but I <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, uh, there's a band from the UK called Static Dress. Uh, these guys are always really cryptic with everything that they do. Uh, they're the ones I have a poster of that has a QR code that turns out like I have part of a video, a music video that like, only 50 people have or something like that. Ooh. Uh, okay. They're really cool 2000s post-hardcore emo sound. Uh, I absolutely love these guys. I think they're going to be the next big thing, kind of uh, revitalizing that sound. If you're a fan of like old senses fail, this is right up that alley. All right. Uh, next, there's a single from a band called Cult but it's spelled C-V-L-T-E. Uh, they're really cool, kind of uh, harder emo rap, a little bit like Scarlord, but uh, more Chase Atlantic than anything mixed in. Okay, uh, These guys are really incredible with their songwriting, and I absolutely love them. Uh, next up, a band that has been dead for 10 years is coming back. Uh, they have probably one of my favorite metalcore albums of all time. This is a band called The Air I Breathe. Okay. Uh, they never got big, but I'm really interested to see what they do with uh, this single coming back on Friday. Uh, it kind of came out of nowhere, just changed the profile picture, posted a teaser, and said, "Hey, we're putting out music on Friday." I'm like, "Okay, here we go." Well, so, I've never heard I never heard of this band, but I think that this is again a symptom of the times. You know, mm-hmm. band goes away for ten years, then the last year and a half's been pretty weird. Maybe they were going to yep. come back anyway, but I think there's a lot of bands that are going to be like, hey, you know what? I missed those days of playing music with my friends, so let's do that yep. again. And I think that that's going to happen. So 
that's great. And, and, um, congratulations to you, Mike. It's not every day, uh, a 10-year-old broken-up band that released one of your favorite albums comes back. So that's that's exciting. Yep, I'm ready for it. And then last single that I want to talk about, because this band also announced an album, and this band is absolutely incredible. We've got a new single from Trash Boat. It's great. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Trash Boat never misses. Top-tier band. Um, there, I've heard a bunch of this stuff, because, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, drummer of my band is, is Trash Boat's manager. So yep. I've, um, a little birdie has flown in and, and showed, showed me some, uh, music and yes, this is going to blow people's minds. I think the best stuff is yet to come too. So, mm-hmm. uh, get ready for a, a really, really exciting time for, for trash boat and, uh, yeah, new, new record. Uh, I think pre-orders just went up. So yep, yeah, don't, I've don't sleep on mine. trash boat. They're, uh, yeah, they're hell of a band. For sure. That's it. That's all we got this week. That's a big week though, Mike. You downplayed yeah, so. you downplayed this week, but like, man, huge records in the top five and tons of great singles. And um yeah, lots to talk about next week as well. We'll be back on the audio side of things again next week, I believe. Um, just to pull the curtain back a little bit as to why the Twitch thing is uh we're taking a little bit of a break. I am out in the middle of the woods with very bad internet. So yep. we're making uh, we're making it work. I'll be out here for a little while. I'm trying to trying to figure out if I can do it back on Twitch. But regardless, we will be back there in the very near future. So if you are not following Twitch, head over to twitch.tv slash Shane Told. And of course, follow Mike at Slappy Slam for the Woo-hoo. entire list every single week. There we go. Short episode this week. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I think it's good. We we lots to get through and and all that does is it gives people more time to stop this damn thing and hit play Jam on the nude music. Exactly. Whatever they listen to music on uh, whether it's whether it's vinyl or NFT. There we go. There you go. All right. I've got to get back to work, so I will let you go, Shane. Yes, Mike. Thanks again and uh Yeah, enjoy your musical week. Talk to you next week. For sure. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Cheers.